Welcome to Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben, episode number three. So I was thinking about today's topic and, you know... Okay, today's topic. Hello to you too, Miss Lisa. <laughs> so, you know, as, as we're on this journey to discover how to maintain, improve, uh, uphold relationships... Oh. I was wondering, in the home... Where is our space? The space where we can just, the two of us go to relax, to talk to each other, to um, make love, procreate, whatever. And um, Procreate, she says. <laughs> and I was thinking that should probably be our bedroom. The bedroom, okay. That that is our sanctity. Oh. Or sanctuary, I'm sorry. That is our sanctuary that we can just retreat off limits to everyone else. Right. And we have that opportunity to uh, grow deeper with mm. each other. Grow deeper. Oh, okay. I like the way you're thinking. So, what would that entail? Well, you know, everyone has a busy life. I'm working, you're working. There are couples that have kids and other extended family in the home. So I think it's even more important that we create our space and we decide upon a time um, during the course of a day where we just retreat and it's off limits to everyone else and we have that opportunity to do whatever you know discuss how was your day how was my day discuss other things um just get closer to each other okay now i am a big proponent of not having you know tvs laptops oh my god um things of that nature in the bedroom to distract from the time that we have together so why is it uh, that seemingly uh, women prefer no TVs in the bedroom? And I, I did uh, read a couple of articles that most professionals, relationship professionals, do agree no TVs in the bedroom. Because they are a distraction. They interrupt your sleep and pretty much everything else. Well, now, I will say that, you know... There will have to be a few exceptions to this rule because, for instance, occasionally, uh, being a medical professional, I am on call. So I need the phone on the nightstand in case I get a call, but that would be the exception. Oh, I get it. You know, when you get into bed and he's on his phone, you're on your phone, Oh yeah. that doesn't... Um, that doesn't lead to the two of you establishing rapport with each other. Yeah, it prevents intimacy. Yes, it does. Okay. And so does a television. So what if that is a challenge for the guy? You know, say, so, you know, I mean, you know, most guys will probably agree to that early on in the relationship. But once the uh, relationship has merit and the guy feels, okay, enough of this. You know, I want to watch my favorite whatever in my bedroom, in my bed. 
Yeah, it's not that I'm ignoring my woman. It's not that I don't love my woman. I just want my relaxation where I want it. I mean, what would you say to that? Again, I would say that this would be a mutually agreed upon thing. And, you know, you have a den, you have a, a TV room or a man cave. That's where you are free to go and watch your games, uh, you know, hang out with your friends. But at some point, the two of us would need to retreat to our sanctuary without all of that other stuff. So retreating to your sanctuary. Uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and dig in deeper on that. That wouldn't mean that the guy really, and I'm only speaking for uh, most men that feel the way that feel like this, uh, that has shared this with me. Yeah, that only, uh, you know, creates a new hurdle if the guy isn't there let's just say the guy isn't there he's just a normal guy and wants normal intimacy no special flips and all of that uh you get get my drift but uh let's let's just say that guy is it's hard for that guy to plug in He's a type of guy. It's hard for him to plug into most things. He he show up for work on time. He do his job. You know, come home from work. He don't hang out anywhere. He comes straight home to his lady. You know, and the world has beat him up so where he just needs that enjoyment, and he don't necessarily mean to take any time away from his family, his lady, you know, and he doesn't have a man cave. Do you just let that guy just, is is it some way that you, a woman can read that and, and, and or is it that she, she be considerate as like our last uh, podcast, our last episode was considerate and supportive. Is that where consideration comes in and, or should she remind him, hey, we're working on this relationship and that bedroom, that game, etc., is a distraction. But why should it be a distraction? I mean, I know that you like sports. I like sports. So that could be something that we enjoy together. Now, if you indicated to me that, hey, you know, uh, game is coming on and, you know, I invited the boys over. Well, clearly that's a boy's night and that's fine because there'll be nights when it's like, oh, I'm going to have a girl's night. But that still I don't think that has uh, any bearing on the sanctuary uh, of our bedroom because there's more than one room in a house (laughs) that you could place a TV You know, people have living rooms, they have family rooms, they have dens, they have TV rooms or game rooms. So I think there's other places in the home that um, the guy could enjoy his game. Now, at the end of the game, you know, maybe we decide, hey, you know, 
once the day has ended, all the activities are done, we retreat to the bedroom. Maybe we'll just spend, you know, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour just, you know, laying in each other's arms, talking about what happened during the day. So you're throwing out times that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you you stick to those times. You just you basically let it flow. Well, time is fluid. So every day will not be the same. Right. I agree with that. But I think the most important thing uh, as a couple is that we decide, okay, when all of this other stuff is completed, that we're going to take some time to just talk to each other um, or maybe just lay there and hold each other. I agree um, with that. I agree with that. So it, that's what you're, some of the things you're uh, writing about in your book. But uh, just put a button on this. Uh, you know I'm a creative person. You know, I uh, I do a lot of personal creative things you know like write and write music score music and make my own music uh or you know i'm always doing something crafty you know when i'm in that headspace uh one of the things that i notice about myself is i do not like being disturbed when i'm onto a particular thought that has to do with my creation it's basically give me this moment let me finish this thought with no interruptions I know you want to go in that bedroom I know but I got I have this burning on my soul I need to release it with pen and paper or on a musical instrument or on a vocal recorder you know, how do you combat that when that may be at the same time? You really need my arms around you, need me to hold you. Of course, you know, if something traumatic is going on, I'll be able to read that. Any man should be able to read that about this woman. He'd be able to notice something is wrong or different where you drop everything and you care for her. But what if there's really nothing wrong? She just wants that intimacy in the bedroom. And you really have started on this project. And I know what everybody's saying. You can put that project down. You know, when anybody with a creative mind, once you start on a project, like the I was up most of the night on a project, which you know of. It's hard to just put it down, even though I knew I needed to take my butt to bed and I knew I would be be kind of fussy in the morning and then I have to go to work this evening. So, and putting a button on that, how would that play a role in what you're saying? And is it fair for the woman or is it fair to the man is it fair at all or how would you unravel that in my mind this is how I I see it um two individuals 
need to get to know each other. Mm. Um, whether it's knowing that you enjoy sports and, you know, once football, basketball, softball, baseball, whatever season is going on, the expectation is that you are going to be enjoying those games. So, uh -huh. you know, as your partner, um, I need to respect and accept that because right. if I don't, then there's going to be problems in the relationship. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to be huffy because all you want to do is watch the stupid game and I want to go do this, that and the other. So I think as a couple, you have to learn each other's likes and dislikes and then you have to know um you have to well not necessarily know but you have to uh, be willing to allow that person that time that's it right there so i know that you're a creative person so it's like okay well he's working on that i can choose to go do something else and wait till it's done when we come back together or I can sit and pout and, you know, try to... Don't pout. Don't sit and pout. <laughs> no. That's that's the, what, that's the reason I asked that specific question. Because the pouting, I don't know about anybody else that would get to me. And, of course, you know, now I'm pouting. Oh, now I have to end what I'm doing. Just, just make sure her feelings are taken care of and all of that. I mean, that's not the way it is, but... You know, the pouting is almost like now I'm in my own zone and, and that becomes a distraction to what I'm doing. So, and then all of a sudden I don't feel supportive. You know, and it's like what I'm into doesn't matter, but what she's into is the only thing that matters. And, you know, it's it's nothing wrong with that every man knows his woman is his queen and it's a blessing when his woman just wants him all over her or just wants his attention because you could be the type of woman like I'm so tired of him I wish he'd go somewhere you know I, I, I'm so sick and tired of him and that woman, trust me, fellas, that's the type of woman you don't want. So if she's pining for your attention, consider that a blessing. Because the day she stops doing that, it's hard to turn that back around. And even when you do turn it back around, she's only halfway there. And we just want... As we're on this journey, this relationship journey, it, you know, it, it works both ways. You know, you may have a creative mind. I might have a very demanding job that doesn't shut off at five o'clock. Yeah, that's a health profession. Well, this has really been juicy for me. This has helped me. Amen to you, sister. So, can't wait to, to see what we have to talk about on the next podcast. And for those who's listening, obviously, what she said and wrote in the book, 
is working because, because guess what? We're in our bedroom having a conversation about a conversation about being with each other, closer to each other, you know, being intimate. And it's working, y'all. So, Miss Lisa, you uh, helped me today. And, uh, and we would welcome your comments. You know, what ideas do you have about how to uh, grow or how you are growing your oh, relationship? Not put me on the spot. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I, I'm... I'm uh, not you, the audience. I'm sorry? I said, not you, the audience. I'm asking oh, the audience. Oh, you're asking the audience. Okay, you know, thank you. To share their ideas okay. with oh, us. Yeah. Okay, oof. You know, you... You do that to me so often that I'm thinking whenever you do that, it's I need to react. Okay. It's for you guys, not for me. Anyway, good talk, babe. Yes, Ruben, it was very. Now let's, let's go. Fulfilling. Let's go get intimate. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Join us again for another exciting episode with Miss Lisa and Ruben.